My friend's got a first-year player draft coming up. He tells me every day. He says, man, didn't you make up a list? The best in the fantasy industry. I said, yes, we did, and we will give it away. All we want in return is your trust. You take this information and you nail your draft. And when you win, you give us the cut. Dingers Pod, Dingers Podcast, yeah, Dingers Pod. We have done this list just for you. Dingers Pod, Dingers Podcast, yeah, Dingers Pod. We want you to be champions. This is Dingers, way more than fantasy baseball. We keep it real when we talk and knock it straight out the park. <laughs> Let's see the stats. What's the average draft position? What kind of plays you making? Check the wins above replacement. Check the lineups and the points. This I gotta see. What's your path to victory? Are they aiming for a dynasty? Get points going head to head. Please don't do me no favors. We're always watching waivers. Ain't no minor league. This is major. Yeah. Dingers. Let's go. Welcome to Diggers, the only fantasy baseball podcast for smart people. It's not just Ace Lacy that wins you championships. That's why week in and week out, we're delivering tips and strategies to help you live that straight up OG lifestyle. Tyler Childs joined again by Robbie Baseball from Mega Desk in the murder room. Ba, ba, ba. We need the law and order. <laughs> I think we need like yeah. that old school like horror movie. Like, oh like, yeah. E, 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 e. That- Wait, I don't think either of us did that sound particularly well. Yeah. Mine definitely <laughs> sounded like old bed springs. Uh, yes, I was going to say yeah. $39 hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, so we're, we're coming together tonight, Ty. We've got, we've got a happy thing. We don't even need to do bears and bourbon tonight. I mean, yes. we can if you want. You want to? No, because we're no. just going to do it in our second recording. Spoiler alert. We're recording Absolutely. two episodes tonight. Yes, and and the reason that we're doing this is that um, we have created a first-year player draft average draft position or an aggregate or FYPD draft board, whatever you want to call it. We have made one. We have 18 different sources. These sources include Ty's list, my list of first-year player draft eligible players, of course. Um, We have leagues that I am in, leagues that Ty is in, leagues that some of our listeners are in that they were kind enough to share. We have um, a industry mock draft. And when I say industry, I mean some of the biggest guys in fantasy baseball were participants in this live, or sorry, in this mock draft. We have highupsidefantasy.com's list. Prospects Live has given us their list. Uh, We have Prospects 365, which is Ray Butler, his list from uh, June, July last year after the signings happened. TheDynastyGuru.com, we got their list, which does not include J2s. We've got uh, ImaginaryBrickWall.com. There's uh, private paid lists that are in this. Reese White, who was a guest on the show, also in our Dingers Listener League, he was on there. Our Listener League results. Uh, Eric Cross from Fantrax, as well as Chris Clegg, from fan tracks and they're they're on you know what three two different prospects podcasts those guys are on this list um we've got it all for you and it's broken down so you can come on you just have to you know we'll tell you at the end of the episode how to let us know but it's what place these guys are picked 
when we did the aggregate. So, um, you know, what's a good example here, Ty? The first J2 guy off our board is Christian Hernandez with the Cubs, the 17-year-old, 16-year-old. Um, he is ranked 10th in order, but his average pick is 12th. So if your league is on CBS, as I have one right now, CBS does not have any of the J2 guys. So you will have to draft him as an unlisted player and tell your commissioner that's the guy you're taking. So those guys on CBS leagues tend to be picked later. If you're on fan tracks where they actually have them, their, their S together, uh, he'll be drafted right around the 10 spot. Uh, high school guys. I mean, Ty, we, we talked about it before, how it seems like the worst thing in from a success rate is being a high school starting pitcher. And on the hype train, the biggest hyped player is a high school outfielder. And this list is is kind of screwing with that because we see, you know, Veen is what fourth in ADP. Um, but then you've got like Mick Abel, I think, is the highest uh, rookie high school pitcher. And he has an ADP of 15. You know, there are guys all over this list. I just saw Mick Abel go fourth in a points draft that I'm in. I couldn't believe it. The weirdest draft I've seen um, all year. But there are players all over the mark, and we had the list up to 100 that we released, but the actual number of players on this list exceeds 170. But some guys are not mentioned um, by anybody but myself because I did a lot of advanced J2 stuff. But really, we'll give the list up to 110. Excuse me. And there's some great talent to be had out here. So uh, was there anybody, Ty, when you just had a look at this to kind of like, struck you as a little odd like why are they as far back as they are or why are they up so high yeah i mean i'll say this like i think in another year zach veen probably would have been one right if the high school season was able to get churning a little bit i think veen probably would have went higher um that said you know him at at this spot i actually think is is rather appropriate i think he is one of the better you know high school bats in the draft and deserving of this spot um the guy for me that I think is getting a ton of hype um, that I think will be good, but I still don't think the position makes sense and where he's going is Austin Hendrick. Like, I do think he's going to be good, but I just think the timeline is too long for him to be deserving of being picked ahead of guys like Sabato or Reed Detmers or Soderstrom or Bryce Jarvis that are all going to reach the pros years ahead of Austin Hendrick. Right. So it's not that I don't think Hendrick's good. It's just, I think where you have to buy him at, is is not appropriate in my opinion so you know those those are the things you see but but again we talk about it all the time these are the things you see in drafts regularly right so yep. those are things that people make this mistake all the time and that's why we talk about it so much because it happens over and over and over again and it's happening even at the industry level right we're seeing it again because part of where we're we're trying to coach you guys is to talk about a five-year window right? That's what's important. That's where the value resides. So to take an 18 year old, the top of a, of a draft is fairly silly. Um, so, well, Ty, there, there's the inner circle of fantasy baseball where there are a lot of people who like to get together and pat themselves on the back and say how good they are. And then there's the winner circle of fantasy baseball. And that's where we are. And that's where we're trying to get you guys. As Ty, Ty just said, we're trying to coach you guys. There. That's a good way to look at it, Ty, because there are fantasy analysts, there are writers, there are podcasters. I think we're, I think we're dynasty coaches. I think that's what we're oh. doing. We're, we're trying to let everybody, you know, we're bringing you to water, 
right? We're getting you the most efficient route to the water. It's your job to drink. Um, and for example, here, I'll, I'll break down the easiest ones I can for us. The only position I'm going to give away on this list without you contacting us directly at, at Dinger's Pod on Twitter, hit up Ty at Turney Boss or hit me up at Robbie Baseball One if you want the PDF of this and we will give it to you. But we've got the catcher position, Ty, which I just re-ranked for us. Um, and we've got, you know, it, it's, it's wacky. We've got Austin Wells, Tyler Soderstrom, Daniel Cabrera, Patrick Bailey, Dylan Dingler, Drew Romo, Jesus Galiz, and a few others that got minimal mentions. But catchers, I've talked about it before. I don't want to rank or take anybody before 75, you know, roughly a you know, third, third, fourth round guy. That's, that's where I want to start to look for my catchers. Drew Romo's with Colorado. He's getting a lot of hype because of exactly that. He is Drew Romo, a high school catcher. Um, and he's in Colorado. It, it's not a realistic thing to think he is going to be the next guy. Look at the Dodgers system, Ty. They've got, what, two international J2 type prospect guys, uh, catcher position, you know, Ruiz and Cartilla. Well, they just signed another one in Jesus Galiz uh, or, or Galiz. G-A-L-I-Z is the spelling. Um, but ahead of those guys, we've got Austin Wells, who was a Yankees first rounder. Tyler Soderstrom, who was Oakland's first rounder. Looks like Soderstrom's already off the position. His ADP has been steadily climbing. He's up to 23 now, and Wells is at 22. Both guys are potentially off the position. Wells looks like he might actually be headed into camp with it, with a catcher job, um, catcher job meaning within the organization, where Soderstrom might not even be catching uh, when camp breaks, whatever that is in April. Uh, but they're both picked at 25 in your draft. So depending on your league size, they're first-round guys. I would let them go elsewhere. As much as I want Soderstrom, who I think has a good hit tool. Uh, Reese White did a good little breakdown on with that episode. If you haven't listened, please go back. Uh, Mason also, Mason McCray had done the same thing. Uh, they like they like him. And if they're picking Wells or Sostrom, it's him. But then you've got Cabrera, who looks like he's probably the next Detroit catcher, if not him. Dylan Dingler was in the same draft. Patrick Bailey, like they're all in the top 50 ADP. Like this is a lot of, like these are bad picks to me this early, Ty. Like I don't know how you feel about it. Some guys say certain players are special. I don't see anything overly special with these guys if they're catchers. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't be drafting a catcher in a, in a first-year player draft probably ever. Um, so the, the fact that they're in the first round uh, is a little much for me. Like, I, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like, catchers have so much further to go in major league development than the other positions that to, to spend at any point in time on a catcher – uh, that's not a college catcher first off is is dumb um it, because you can always acquire guys later and i think that's the thing that people get lost in it's like you don't have to hit diamond in the rough especially at the catcher position because you have to be durable you have to be able to catch and play defense before they even give a crap whether you can hit and then once they've sorted all that stuff out then they decide who can hit so you know just because you can hit when you're drafted or when you're signed doesn't mean that they're going to be major league and there's the most variability at that position so uh, i'm just not touching it in these drafts and that's so for me to say like whether i would draft them for shot third round whatever I, i'm just not drafting them it's just not i don't draft catchers period i think that's a healthy way to look at it too ty there are certain guys that i have not put on my draft board even though they might get a ranking or not might they get a ranking mm -hmm. i'm not going to just eliminate anybody um because i don't like them but there are certain guys i i have spoken about it over and over and over again that I don't like Nick Bixco. We talked about it with Mason and found out during that episode that 
the surgery that I thought he had previously had was actually the report was not dated properly. And it was a surgery he had just had. And that was the second surgery or injury to Bitsko already. And for an 18, 19 year old kid, like I'm not interested in that. I don't care. Like you and I have already debunked the fact that the Rays are not a good drafting organization. Their development and their success is based on trading for players and getting them across the finish line. And that's not to some extent that's beyond anyone else in Major League Baseball. They've just had some recent success with it. Airs Arena is a very obvious case, but that's just one guy. Like Mike Brousseau was not some highly touted guy. He's just a dude, right? So when I look at Tampa Bay and I'm seeing people, like I've got Bitsko north of 115, okay? That's me out on a guy. He's not on my draft board, like you just said. I'm going to let other people take him. That's fine. He has been taken in a draft as high as 17 and as far back in a draft as 41 from what I can see right now. That That's so high for a guy who now has two injuries. And I'm not interested in that. And, and then there's J2 guys like Pedro Leon with Houston who got the $4 million plus thing. Uh, bonus, but there's no tape on the guy. There's no scouting reports because he's been, he's a Cuban who's basically been in hiding and hasn't been playing baseball. So we need to see what Houston saw in him. So I'm not weighing him too high. I, I think I'm a little aggressive on him even at 25 because I think he's going to have fantasy trade value more than I'm banking on him as some people are banking on Isaiah Green as a great guy. But, but Pedro Leon is still a top 30 ADP guy. You want to know where he is? Hit us up. Um, but there, those are some of the interesting things that before we did this, I think we got tunnel vision. And one of the things that Eddie Almanger said um, when I contacted him about this was he said, you know what? I, I think this is a great idea because I don't want to be stuck inside my own bubble. You know, you get people that write to you when, when you know, people report to you and they, they give you things. You start to like the information you see over and over again. Well, this is a great way for any dynasty player to look outside themselves, look outside their sources. Here you go. You know, this list has the average pick. Um, where they're actually taken within the draft, where they rank overall because of that. Uh, the 18 different sources also has the highest spot the player was picked as well as the lowest spot that the player was picked or ranked. And we also have how they were acquired. So if your league you know, doesn't allow J2 guys, you have your own J2 period, you're in one of those advanced leagues. Well, there you go. This is going to help you to also sort that out for yourself. So I think it's a pretty comprehensive list. We have not seen it anywhere else. And the feedback we've gotten from the people that have participated in in giving us their list to build have been very supportive. So we really hope that this is something that um, we're able to put that dinger stamp on for years to come. Absolutely. No, I think it's, it's this is the stuff though, that makes you really uh, understand, you know, the expertise as well, right? Because some of these guys are really good at certain aspects, right? Some of them are really good at the prospect side. Some of them are really good at pitching, right? You're going to see some of that, right? So what this list does is it makes sure you balance out those expertise, Right. I think that's the huge value piece is that you're not isolated to like me. I'm, I'm definitely a pitching first guy like that, but I'm, I'm like to think I'm pretty accurate on the other stuff, but definitely pitching. I'm going to be more correct on than, than another. So it's nice to get some of these other guys that might have an expertise in other spots included just in case we're off on some of these guys. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty realistic on a lot of these things, but um, definitely like to take a look at, the value of of the balance so uh like robbie said hit us up let us know that you're interested and we can get it out so i'll let robbie cue how the, you're gonna do that yeah again hit us up at robbie baseball one on twitter 
at Dingers Pod or at Turney Boss. Um, we'd love if you just took a screenshot of you listening to this episode. Uh, we did ask for the middle finger uh, for you pointing it at anybody, and somebody said they they worked in, in a children's hospital and didn't want anyone to see them do that. Which I mean, both Ty and I thought that that's an ideal time. There's got to be somebody in there that you don't like. It doesn't have to be one of the kids, of course, right? It can just be a coworker. Uh, but maybe you know, maybe you're concerned about it. Uh, Ty, I do have one very quick little trivia thing for you related to this list. In the top 30, how many of these guys do you think in the top 30 are pitchers? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, seven? Give you an seven. overrunner? Seven. That's pretty close. There are nine out of 30. So if you want to talk about a dynasty bias or a prospect bias towards hitting or against pitching, this list shows that to you. Now, you're not going to get Every single place's individual ranking, that was not part of the deal when we talked to them about it. Those are all their sites. We welcome you. We will have links. Click on them. You know, Go to Prospects Live. Go to HighUpsideFantasy.com. Um, you know, go like, you know, subscribe to uh, through Patreon to uh, Prospect One in the Welsh um, through In This League. Get get that paid list. You know, get get all those information. Get all those points for yourself. This is the aggregate. This is the mother load for all of it. Um, but it, it'll show you when you just have a look, there are imbalances. If you want to take advantage over time, maybe you want to be the guy who says, you know what? I'm drafting pitchers. I don't care. I'm bucking the trend because you can't win without pitchers. Or you want to be the nut job that says I'm drafting catchers. I don't know what you want to do, um, but you can pick that. And this information is there for you. So again, uh, we certainly hope you get a lot of use out of this with your first year player drafts. We hope this motivates you to, dive in deeper and know that we're not just making anything up. We do a lot of the work ourselves. This is a list where we reached out to others and said, Hey, we want to build something special. They were very supportive in that. So um, yeah, again, we really hope that you guys can take advantage of this and take advantage in your leagues. Absolutely. Uh, and it's a great spot to leave it. Uh, let us know what you think about this list when we send it uh, as always hit us up at dangers pod on Twitter and let us know what you think about the rest of the smart list that we've been putting out. Uh, we want to hear your feedback. We want to see your successes and where you're getting some of these guys in these drafts. So screenshots all the time, guys. Send us send us your draft results. Let's see where you're at. Let's see how you did. And let's let's go from there. But until there, uh, until next time, it's been Todd and Rob on Dangers. This is Dingers, way more than fantasy baseball. We keep it real when we talk and knock it straight out the park. <laughs> Let's see the stats. What's the average draft position? What kind of plays you making? Check the wins above replacement. Check the lineups and the points. This I gotta see. What's your path to victory? Are they aiming for a dynasty? Get points going head to head. Please don't do me no favors. We're always watching waivers. Ain't no minor league. This is major. Yeah. Dingers. Let's go.